Who am I? Good day, listeners. Welcome to another podcast for dreamers, achievers, and explorers. Today's episode, we'll be talking on a topic I called Our Ability to Forgive Those Who Wronged Us is a Test of Humility and Maturity in Christ. I remember while growing up, I come from a very poor home. We didn't have luxury, didn't have things that, you know, the middle class family could easily have. Uh, You were made to manage with what you have. So it was... uh, Something that we know that at the end of every year, since it was Christmas, my dad would normally uh, sew a new uh, dress like a trouser, a shirt for us, you know, that we could use to celebrate Christmas, go to church, uh, go to service for the new year. So we have something that we could, we always look forward to. It's something we, we cherish. And so this particular year, my auntie that loved me so much, she she just loved me. I heard that uh, she now sent me a material that will be able to give me uh, my the trouser and the uh, top, my shirt, like I'll be able to get close to four pairs of it. My God. It was like heaven came down. It's like heaven kissed the earth when I got to know and hear of that news. I have I I started thinking, do I just sew straight four trousers and straight four shirt? Uh, should I, you know, increase the size so that as I grow, I will be able to fit into them. Should I sew one now and then keep the other material so that when I'm a bit grown, I can sew another one that will meet my growth? Or so that nobody comes to take it from me, to be honest, that was what I thought I just sew for at a go. And I will ask the tailor to do something about it and increase the size of each of the successive ones. So that was my thought. I've already, my, the joy, there was joy unlimited within me. Waiting, looking forward to the time I will really, and the material was something else. Oh my goodness, I loved it. In this acceleration and excitement that I have, I had, my dad called me. And he said to me, uh, I'm sure you are aware that your auntie sent you a material. So I said, yes, I'm aware. So he said, okay, uh, what uh, he has looked at the material and uh, it's a lot. I said, okay. He said, so um, what I'm going to do is that I have one other material that I will give to you that you will use to sew like, you know, a different style. 
and so that I can use this particular material that your auntie gave you to sew for your four junior ones. As far as I was concerned, they are your children. It's your responsibility to take care of them. You can't use what was given to me to now say you want to sew for them. At that point, I just kept quiet. I did not say a word. My father actually went, measured my, my brothers, my sisters, uh, sorry, my brothers, my four brothers, and uh, used those, that material to sew the, the shirt and the trouser for four of them. They were looking sparkling in that uh, material. It was so lovely. And then he gave me this particular material and asked the tailor to measure me. He was there, so I had no choice. And I allowed the tailor to measure me. And I was just watching. They eventually sewed it. My dad collected it. And he said I should go and test it. I said, I don't need to test it. He said, why are you not going to wear it? I didn't even answer my dad. And um, on the day, on the 25th of December, we normally will go to church. So on that day, we wear everything that we, they just sold for us, the new one. And so my junior ones wore those new uh, trousers and shirt that was made for them. And I went and I took the one that, you know, I had before. And my father said, why about the one that you, I sold for you? I said, I don't want it. I'm not going to wear it. Uh, if, you, if you love your life, you will better know that you don't say, you don't argue with your father. And he, he, he politely, when I mean politely, I'm saying it in a, in a very welcome way. He politely told me to go and wear it. And I understood the message. So I went to wear it and we went to church. But you could see me. I didn't sit with them. I sat by myself. I was walking by myself. Everything I did was all by myself. And by the time my mother got to hear the story when I told her, she also wasn't happy. But you know what? That thing remained with me. It was, it was difficult for me to forgive my dad. I eventually told my auntie that, can you imagine what your brother did to me? That the thing you sent to me, my father took it from me and used it. It was, I was, I was, it was bad. I was livid with anger. It stayed with me for a long time until my auntie one of those this day, one of those days she went ahead to get me another material that I could use. But as far as I was concerned, the damage has been done until God began to deal and heal me that if I don't forgive, I will not be able to move forward. That was when I understood that I cannot hold on to what anyone have done to me because I will be imprisoning myself. Being put in prison is difficult, is different from when you are put in your mind 
or you are in prison in your mind, I will advise you today, let go. It might be that bad, but let go. When I first heard the scripture that says, when you are slapped on one cheek, give the other cheek to the person to slap you and do nothing. I told myself, this is outright stupidity to do that. I remembered instead the verse of scripture that I read that Moses wrote that says, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I felt that was the logical way to operate. I felt it was unnatural and totally insane for me to be slapped and then willingly give the other side of my precious face to the person to slap me again. My mindset was, if the person had the audacity to slap me, then I must return the slap with a harvest of slaps. I felt I must be a fool to even allow someone be so bold as to raise their hand and slap me in the first instance. But I've come to realize after reading another translation what it really means. Luke chapter 6 verses 27 to 29. But if you will listen, I say to you, love your enemies and do something wonderful for them in return for their hatred. When someone curses you, bless that person in return. When you are mistreated and harassed by others, accept it as your mission to pray for them. To those who despise you, continue to serve them and minister to them. If someone takes away your coat, give him as a gift your shirt as well. It became crystal clear to me that a strike or slap simply means if I am ill-treated or despised, I should continue to serve and minister to them and not allow them to cut off the flow of God's grace into my life. This, to me, means looking at things from the perspective of Christ. It is easier said than done. It is not easy. But as we commit ourselves to living the life that Christ has bestowed upon us, we are able to live the standard that he expects of us. And that is what we must do to make a difference in the world that we live in. Luke 23, verse 34. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. 
I have always wondered how Jesus was able to pull this off. I watched the movie, The Passion of the Christ, and it was so touching that I asked myself, would I have been able to say what Jesus said? Would I have been able to go through the pain that Jesus went through? Would I have been able to stand and not, you know, say things that are not right? Would I have been able truly to say what Jesus said? Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. In the moment of my pain, and not regard them as enemies, who should be cursed? How can I say they don't know what they are doing? I, th- I think they, every man, every woman that chooses to cause you pain, if they understand that, it will cause you pain. That is my thought. Okay, let's even assume that I'm not able to say that. I might try and keep quiet and say nothing. I guess that would be better than cursing them and asking them or asking God to make them pay for their offenses. But our relationship with God places a high standard and a high demand on us to live like Him. He is a holy God, a God of justice and judgment. But above all, he's a God of love. And it's that love he always wants us to exhibit. Also, I came to understand that offenses and bitterness will cause us to miss heaven or cause us to miss opportunities that could come our way. Jesus demonstrated this by showing us that at the crucial and painful moment of his life, he refused to allow offenses and bitterness to get the better of him. We cannot come into God's presence with offenses. Jesus, even as God, would have violated the rule if he had allowed offenses to reside within him before going to his grave. We should therefore learn from our Savior that it does not matter who is wrong. One thing that is certain is offenses and bitterness will prevent us from making heaven or from coming into his presence or moving forward in life. I know we may have been very hot, but we cannot allow offenses to stop us from receiving God's favor, protection, and provision. Make up your mind to never allow offenses and bitterness to settle within you. Remember, when you are offended. It's possible that you could, the person that offended you, you could 
you know, get uh, an arrest, you put the person in a four-war prison. But you also have to understand that you have to ensure that that person that is put in prison remains in prison. So that person might be in prison inside the four walls, but you are actually in prison outside within your mind. Free yourself today. When there is anger and bitterness against another, what has happened is that you have chosen to imprison yourself because you can no longer function in your capacity and in the level of your giftedness. Let go. No matter how bad it is, let go. It's for your own good. Ensure all through your life, as much as it lies within your power, the Bible says in Romans, it's a be at peace with everyone. It's not worth it for you to harbor offenses within you. Let go. Let peace reign. It's difficult when someone offends you for you to go to that person to even say, I'm sorry. It's difficult, but I have done it. And it wasn't easy, but I can tell you there is enormous benefit. Today, let humility, let the desire to grow in Christ. Embrace that and let go of anyone you think has hurt you so that you can move forward in life. Father, it is not easy to not be offended or bitter, but the results are grievous. So we ask for your grace and the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to deal with offenses and bitterness. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Am I? I believe like this challenged me, encouraged me, that it also do the same for you. Understand that we are in a journey of life, a journey of destiny. And so many things will cross our path to derail us. One of such is unforgiveness, bitterness, and anger. Let it go. Until we come again with another episode, please visit my website for more episodes of Who Am I? at www.paulugobor.com Until I come again, stay blessed and understand that to forgive it's not easy, especially when you are not wrong. But because of your destiny, let it go. God bless you.